Hey, this is Phil Yano with the Tech After Five podcast. Have you ever seen like, you've been on a, maybe a website or you've been on LinkedIn and you see people they have these great testimonials, right? You go to a business page and you see that they have awesome things that other people have said about them. Or maybe you even go onto someone's LinkedIn and it's not just a little endorsement, they got something big. You know, maybe they've got a presentation where people have said awesome things about them. Well, I mean, I'd like people to say nice things about me, but I think there's even more that we can learn from the experience. And I'm here to talk to you a little bit today about uh, why this is going to work, even when you think it's not going to work, or you think it's hard, or you think that's for other people and it's not for you. You are wrong, my friend. And uh, Scott and I are here to talk to you about how this is going to happen and playing the role of audience and my friend and consigliere. I've got uh, Scott Pfeiffer. Welcome, friend. Hey, Phil. It's always great to be here. And uh, I like this topic. It's going to be an interesting chat. Yeah. Well, and so on. let me just get your first front end opinion of this thing. Does it, is this a good thing or a bad thing? Should I have testimonials? I mean, should people have other people say things about them and get it put in a place? Does that work for you? Absolutely. Absolutely. I use testimonials um, all the time, you know, to me, one of the major functions of LinkedIn is to serve as social proof. Uh, I've met someone either in person or online, and I want to go to link or I'm going to meet them. And I want to go to LinkedIn and check them out, check them out. Uh, you know, I want to see their activity and what they're posting, because that'll tell me, you know, if they're smart, I want to see their, you know, maybe their education or their work history. Uh, but I also like to see some testimonials because that'll tell me what it's like to work with them, right? Yeah. And um, testimonials, you know, a lot of times I, I'm doing business with people who know people that I know. Uh, and LinkedIn will tell me that, hey, you have these contacts in common. And then I can see testimonial. If I see a testimonial about Phil, I've never worked with Phil before, but I see a testimonial about Phil from somebody I know and respect and they say, hey, Phil's a great guy to work with. Boy, that goes a long way. And even if the testimonials are from people I don't know, they can still have keywords in there. And for me, what I'm mostly looking for in a testimonial is, what's it like to work with this person? Do they get back to you on time? Are they reliable? Is the work product good? You know, so right. I find them, I find them useful. I look at them all the time. Yeah, so I think that they're... Uh, it, couple of things here, right? I think that sometimes people might think that, hey, this uh, uh, would work. It works fine if I'm for in a business, but it won't work for me if I am a professional thinking I'm going to do business with another professional. And with that, we think you're wrong. And I didn't even have to ask the question. Scott started with a very example of how do I go about finding out about other people. I go out and check out LinkedIn profiles and check stories and stories like that can bridge me, can help me with the trust, right? So let's, and we get to another point of something that Scott said right off is that why does this matter at all? And that's because, you know, the people that we know or the people that we talk to or people we've interacted with a number of times, you know, they're, make, they're forming their trust ideas about us already, right? Whether they're going to do business with us as a business, are they going to buy from us? Or would they want to hire us as a, as a gig person? Or would they want to hire us as an employee, right? They're making those kinds of decisions already, but they may have touched us multiple times. But there are folks that are 
further out, right? That are one, and one of those, they're a level beyond and they don't know us yet. And they're trying to figure out at a much further away level, do they want to even continue this, right? Do they want to like learn more about you? Do I want to learn more about Scott? Because I might want to hire Scott as someone to help me. Or do I want to hire, you know, one of the folks off of Phil's Zoom call because he's someone who's got the skills that I need, right? So I might've started that I needed the skills, but the question is what kind of person this is and how do I build trust? And third-party endorsements, that is a testimonial, a story from someone else can help bridge someone. You know, we say bridge, you know, could bridge you right on the very close end, help them do business with us right away. But it might be that they're on the outside and they just, they're going from awareness to interest or they're going from interest to desire or desire to action, right? But they're going to move to us closer and some kind of story like that might actually be the thing that helps them. Now, I know that people don't believe this, and I don't know if you saw this this week, I posted it, but this just is kind of silly and fun to me, is that just this week, I had someone say, hey, Phil, and this is, I'm, I'm not reading this, but this is every the very essence of the story. Someone posted to me on a message in LinkedIn, hey, Phil, I saw you mentioned in a positive way in one of John Warner's rants, and you seem like the kind of person I would like to meet. <laughs> I saw that. I saw that on Facebook and I thought it was very funny and I was going to say something, but I didn't want to make John mad. So I didn't make my comment, yeah. but um, yeah, the word rant is what made that post gold. Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Right. And so, listen, you know, we're all looking for someone to say something nice about us. And let me just say that even in John Warner's rant, he did in fact say something nice. When he recounted a story of someplace where I'd helped him bridge from one point of view to another point of view. He was telling a bridging story that of something I'd helped him with in the past, but someone read through that, you know, but John is frequently out there, you know, decrying something in the world. And I think in this case, he probably was even there, but he, he tell, there's a story of a place where I helped him do a thing. And he's like, yeah, I get it. And let's do that. So the point being is if, someone else sees us sees how you helped someone else they they may well use that to bridge themselves to come closer to you and want to do more with you even in a place as incredible as that yeah i think that's right and you know there's plenty of studies out there that say that people used to make their buying decisions primarily by word of mouth and then increasingly people are making their buying decisions based on online research. Uh, those two things have kind of flipped. Uh, and so more and more having an online presence and online social proof matters because people aren't calling their neighbor and saying, hey, who do you recommend? They're just going on Google and you know searching. Or maybe right. they, get a, they get a name from someone, but then they go to LinkedIn and look them up, right? But right. Uh, these endorsements kind of bridge that gap they're, they're like personal recommendations, but online, right? So I can, yeah. I can go look at your LinkedIn. I can, and LinkedIn's great because, you know, back when, and I think this is one of the reasons why online research is replacing personal recommendations is there's more information. Instead of Phil just saying, hey, he's a great guy. I could go and I can see his work history. I can see the education. I can see a photo. You can see things they've written. So I, it's a much more fulsome thing, but also I get down to the recommendations and I can get personal recommendations from a variety of individuals who've actually worked with that person. And it's, it's sort of 
puts that personal recommendation back into the mix with the online research. Right. That, that is absolutely right. Now we are, I, I mean, I'm a, I don't want to say it goes without saying what I want to say is I think it goes without us having to go deeply into the proof that humans are story driven creatures, right? That's right. Uh, and I, wasn't it Stephen Jay Gould that said uh, humans are apes with stories or something like that? But I mean, but it, it, the right. idea is we use stories to bridge ourselves into understanding other things and doing things with other people. And in fact, as I even mentioned, you know, this I was doing a thing when I told when I was talking to John Warner and we were just doing it via text. But I did a thing that helped him go from one state of mind to another state of mind. And he found that to be such an aha moment that he's shared it quite a number of times in various places. But that is exactly how someone else might decide that they wanted to work with me, right? Because I basically helped transform someone from one state of mind to another, or I helped them in it. And someone wants to see themselves in that. So I'm going to assume that this guy who reached out to me saw himself in that story. And that's what we are trying to, we want you know, I want you to be able to tell your piece of this, right? But we want people to have a collection of stories that people use to say, oh, I trust this person and I got a great outcome with this person. Or, I trust this person. They helped me with the process or I wasn't moving forward with this thing I was doing. And then I talked to Scott and Scott helped me get some ideas and clarity and poof, I moved it forward. You know, I've got a story that a guy tells about one of the workshops that we did a long time ago. And he's, and his story, his, his, the testimonial that he gives at the time, you know, it, something he wrote to me was, I was within two weeks of closing my business. You changed how I approached my business in a way that allowed me to move the ball forward. And here we are years later, he's still running that business and quite successfully, right? But he he made a change. And so that, I think those are all very powerful. We, um, you know, and I'm, I, I think that as you started out, whether it's you trying to do this for you personally, that is how do I move myself forward professionally, or I've got a business of some sort, having these stories collected is a way for you to put them out in the world in some place where people can find them. Now, if I had some stories, I can put them on LinkedIn, as we talked about. I could use them in my social media, right? Why would I not have, you know, if I can have a quote from a famous philosopher on my Instagram page or my Facebook page, why could I not have a story that someone that people might trust tells about my interaction with them wouldn't appear there as well, right? Yeah, I, I think that's right. I mean, for me, I have a couple, I think, on my LinkedIn and I have the same ones I think on my website. I think I have a page on my website that's testimonials. Uh, I think they're important. You know, how, how else are you going to know what it's like to work with me? I can have a page where I tell you what it's like to work for me with me, but how about how about a page where somebody else tells you what it's like to work with me? Right. Right. And I think too, a lot of times people will tell themselves different kinds of stories. And as you think about the testimonials you might be looking for, you might think, well, this person was really kind of an ideal client. You know, he was in an industry that I would like to do more work in. So it might be useful to have a, a story from someone in an industry that you were that you really are trying to target. Um, or one of the things I really like more than anything is it's someone's intention or the story they were previously telling themselves was one that I see commonly, right? So, you know, for example, when we talk about like doing our Zoom stuff, you know, uh, I've had a whole number of people say, ah, this, this Zoom thing just doesn't work or can't work for me, or you really can't meet people, et cetera. 
And it's just amazing the stories we've collected in that space that have helped people bridge. And then now other people come to me and they go, you know what? I didn't think this was going to work, but I saw so-and-so say that it worked for them. So I decided I would jump on the call. And now I'm a regular because this is really working out for me, right? Yeah, that's it, right? And, you know, in addition, I think the act of getting these testimonials can be enlightening to you, uh, almost like market research, right? Like I might think, Ah, uh, you know what? My customers really appreciate that I lead these strategy planning sessions, and that's why they hire me, and that's where they get the biggest bang for their buck. But then I go right. get testimonials from people, and if I can get them to actually be honest with me and tell me the truth, I may find out now what they keep talking about is something completely different than I do. Like the the monthly calls with the treasurer, right? They may say, "Oh my God, that's changed everything. That's the best thing ever," and it might completely change my mind about what it is I offer and how I sell it just by hearing them tell me what was important to them about what I did. Yeah, that so is an aha that moment. That is an aha moment that I have certainly had, right? And I think other people will get benefit from. So here's the thing. I think it's possible that you could go into this process that we're about to outline for you. By the way, we're not just sitting here talking about the benefits. We're going to talk to you about a process that we're using now, a new way of doing this, which I think you'll like even better. And I'll explain that in just a second. But in this, you can learn about your business, things that you, and that is how, what kind of stories might come naturally to someone else that they might tell about working with you that now you want to amplify to others because you would like to be able to do that transformation with even more people. Yeah, I think that's exactly right. I mean, going through this process, even if you never used any of the testimonials might be worthwhile. I, well, this is one of the reasons I'm so excited about this. And that is not only am I here sort of saying, hey, I think you ought to try this. We're actually doing this. I am doing this very process right now. And we've done this a bunch of other ways in the past. We're, I'm, I'm going to about to share a different technique for doing it that I am now in love with. And we're going to, and we're doing a bunch of them. So I'm, I'm right in the middle of, I'm about halfway through my first phase of these. And we've done several already. I've got several coming up in the next week. Um, and what I'm learning in this process is just gold. And the opportunity for me to learn not only about who I'm helping, how I'm helping them, and what are the transformations they're seeing in their lives and businesses or careers, right? What are they, the transformations they're seeing? I'm learning so much in this space that I was like, this is gold, right? I am convinced that anybody who sits and listens to us and says, yep, I'm going to go do that is going to get gold, even if they never published any of these testimonials. Which they should, but Which they should. you're right. So we've told yeah. about the birth pains. Let's show them the baby. What are the steps to the process, Phil? Yeah. So we, again, there are lots of ways to do this. In fact, I'm going to reference the fact that you should go back and listen to previous episodes where Scott and I have talked about how to get like LinkedIn testimonials, et cetera. There are ways that you can go off and do that. But I want to talk to you about something new, a different way of doing this, because you've got a technique now that you've not been able to use in the past. And that is you can 
basically, here's the thing. People say, ah, oh, it's hard to get testimonies because people can't write. I'm asking, or I'm asking other people to write things for me. And when I ask them to write, you know, they, like most people, look at the blank page and go, I don't even know what to say, or how could I do this? And that's really hard, right? And we've given you some prompts for those kinds of things, but that still can be challenging. Yeah. But let's say instead of that, how about we try something new? And what is the something new? And that is, let's set up a process, a complete end-to-end process where you can get testimonies, where you can get this learning. And uh, it's pretty simple to execute. Not a whole lot of moving parts, right? Super simple. So what, we're, what I'm suggesting that you do instead, what I, what I am doing now is I am... First off, looking for in the field of all the people we deal with, like who is likely to give me a story I can use or something I can learn from. So I, again, I, first off, I'm trying to figure out what that, what that is. Well, the good news is because we're doing a bunch of calls and the calls are actually getting bigger and we're, we have, I have lots of opportunity to talk to people. So I'm looking for, I get little bits and pieces like I think that person's willing to talk to us, et cetera. So we reach out to them. So you first start off with, well, who would I like to have some feedback from? Number one, pick who you want feedback from. That's right. And then you reach out to them. And I'll tell you what, for, uh, and I'll give you a link. It's going to be in the show notes, but I will give you the link. And the link will have the sample letter and a couple of other things. It'll actually run you through this whole process. But if you reach out to us, um, hit the notes and I'll give you all that here at the end, but it'll also be in the text. But um, if you reach out and get the notes, you, I'll show you exactly how we do this. So first off, figure out how it is. You reach out to them and say, hey, would you be willing to sit down with me and have a conversation about how we interact with each other? I would like to get better at what I am doing. I would love to be able to share some stories about how I'm helping you, if in fact I'm helping you, and how other people might, so that other people might see themselves in that story. Would you be willing to spend somewhere between 15 and 30 minutes with me on a Zoom call and let me take some notes from you? I then set this whole thing up so that people say, so when they say yes, I, um, and let me say I get way more yeses than no's. In fact, I don't, in the way I'm doing it at the moment, I'm not really getting no's. I'm, I'm, I've set it up in such a way that people will reach out and then they say yes. A 15, so, a 15 to 30 minute Zoom call is an easy thing to say yes to. That's right. So I'm not asking them to write anything down. I'm not asking them, you know, it's super simple, right? And by the way, all we're going to do is have a conversation. So they say yes to that. We And I get that to schedule. By the way, I happen to be using Calendly for my schedule. And I'm just still, I'm, I'm still on the free plan because so far I've been made, managed to make the free plan work for me. So I have a free thing. It basically lets them find a slot on their schedule, takes all it off. I don't need an assistant in the middle. You know, you do what works for you, but I like the way the Calendly thing works. In fact, I've had a couple of people who've done the whole thing go, I really like the Calendly piece of this as well. So pick one, do however you're going to do it. So I use Calendly. They set up a time. We set up a 30-minute call. So I just set the thing to be 30 minutes on Zoom. It handles everything because I've integrated it with my Zoom. I've integrated it with my calendar. All I got to make sure is that when I'm truly out of town or truly doing something, that my normal calendar has me blocked off so that they don't grab a slot like that. And then otherwise, it just schedules them, tosses them right in. Works really well. All right. So then they, they we used the Calendly bit. We got them scheduled. 
they, we show up on a call before we show up on the call. And of course, Calendly has sent them a regular note, et cetera. I send them an email and say, man, thank you for doing this. I am confirming that we are meeting at such a date and such a time. Thank you for doing this. Uh, my goal, of course, is to figure out how I'm helping you, get any feedback from you that you might have to offer. I'm hoping to have some stories from people like you that I might be able to use, that I might be able to share. And then I give them a list of five questions that I might ask them on the call so that they can think about this ahead of time, right? And so the questions might be, how did we meet? What problem were you trying to solve? What are the things that you tried? How's the impact? You know, how has this changed? How has this worked for you? And then a question about, you know, how might, if someone else were thinking about interacting with us or me or whatever, how might, um, how would you, if they were on the fence about it, what would you tell them? You know, so I give them a set of five questions. And again, I'll share all this in the notes, but I give them a set of five questions just so that they're thinking about it and they're not coming at by surprise at this thing. So I say, yes, we set up the call. We, I get them on the call and I said, all right, here's, let me just kind of tell you what we're up to. I'm going to do this thing with you. We're going to, I'm going to record this call. And the reason I'm recording the call is I don't care about the video. You don't have to be show or anything. I'm just trying to get the audio out of this. So I don't have to sit down and write copious notes while we talk. It just gives me an idea of what we talked about. And so that way I've got all the text. I'll make sure you're okay with that. Yep. I always get a yes, obviously. And poof, that's all good. So I've ended up with that piece that I can use. And then I just start asking them these questions and having a conversation with them about how we work. And Scott, it's gold. I mean, and what I'm, it is so valuable to me. I mean, first off, I've ended up with people that I thought this was really going to be the way it was going to turn out. And they tell me a story. And I thought, here I am. Now I've got a reference from someone in that industry who looks like that, who can tell me a story. I've got people who've told me things I didn't know about how we were helping them, about what it was important to them, which is really helpful. And, uh, you know, I've ended up with people in other fields, like I wasn't even sure what was happening here. Just talk to me about it. And they've been able to tell me as well. It's just truly remarkable to gather these stories. And as you pointed out, you learn so much about the interactions and you honest to goodness, you can do this inside of 30 minutes. Yeah. So I think it's easy. It's an easy ask. It's an easier ask than, Hey, will you write me a recommendation? Right. And it certainly is easier than actually getting someone. You're not asking them to write anything. You're just asking them to have a conversation with you that you'll turn into something. Um, to me, that's a much easier ask than, hey, will you write me a recommendation? And here's a prompt. And, you know, then I got to follow up and I get it. and It's not written well. What am I going to do with it? Then they expect to see it on my site, but I don't want to post it because it's airplane. Right. Do I edit it and send it back? Ugh. There's so much to that whole process that you've taken out. So you're going to identify the people you think would be good to talk to. You're right. going to send them a letter, ask them for a 30 minute zoom call before the call. You're going to send them, you're going to thank them and send them the questions that you might talk about. And right. then you're going to have a 30 minute call. You're going to record it. And you're just going to have a conversation around those questions. That's right. I mean, and the thing is, you, you're absolutely right in that it takes all the yuck out of this for that person, right? I mean, the only thing is on their side, they got to be willing to get on a call with me. And 
past that hurdle, we're all good, right? I mean, because everything, I've taken all the load off of that after that bit. And I'm just asking questions. And the neat thing about it is, if someone says a thing and I don't quite understand it, or I don't think they got it right, I just ask them to repeat it. Or I say, okay, I didn't understand that word. Or, or, But the neat thing about it is, unlike asking for someone to just write you a testimonial and post it on your LinkedIn, is it's a it's a back and forth conversation, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So now you've got this 30 minute recorded conversation. What do you do with it? All right. So the next piece of this is, then I take the conversation now. Okay. A couple of advanced techniques here, friends. You don't have to do it this way. I mean, I think there's easy ways to do it, but you can just simply take the conversation. And I recorded the whole thing. I recorded it on Zoom. So then I take the conversation and I drop it into Otter. And I use Otter to turn it into a transcript. And I only do that so it's easy to read. I mean, I could go back and listen to it again if I wanted to. Um, but I just go back and do it so that it's easy to read. Um, mm-hmm. Now, here's my advanced trick on this. I record the audio track separately. I don't send my voice to Otter for transcription. So all I end up with is a transcription of everything they said, not mm-hmm. my words on that. And what it allows me to do is now I can just zip through this and look through it and go, ah, here's the piece I wanted to talk about. I take that piece out. Um, oh, wait, by the way, let me just say that this is something that might occur over a period, a couple of days. So there's a step in between. And here's a step. I send them a thank you note mm-hmm. after it's all done. Say, thank you. We really enjoyed doing this. And by the way, I have told them this when I was on the call. I should have told you this earlier. I said, I'm, in the end, I'm going to want to put this up on a website or something like that. Um, thank you for letting me do this. I'm hoping I've got your permission. I always get a yes. I've got that recorded. Um, the other thing is I tell them, I'm going to ask them for a headshot. And I tell them, this doesn't have to be a professional headshot. You know, the good news is all of our cell phones take really great photos, but a nice cleanish background and a good shot of just you head and shoulders, that's all I really kind of need. Because I would love for someone to see your head against this so they understand who they might be talking to. Again, I've gotten, everyone just sends me something. Sometimes it's off their phone. Sometimes they've actually had a professional headshot done. doesn't matter, but I get all yeah. that stuff done. Anyway, you're, so I get all of that. Then as my point is you ask, what do I do with it after that? Then I go to Otter and then I just come back and I look through what they said and I come up with, a quote that I want to use. And I'll say, all right, here's the quote. The next step of that is I just send it back to them and say, first I say, again, when I get the headshots, thank you for that. And then I send them a note and said, hey, this is the thing I got from you and I would like to use. I just want to make sure that you're okay with the way I wrote it. I send it to them. They send me back a note and say, good to go. And I've got everything I need, including the whole chain of consents that I got from them that this was okay to use. Yeah. So I'm going to ask them for a headshot. I'm going to say, thank you, ask them for a headshot. And I'm going to either listen to it myself and take notes or send it somewhere to get it transcribed. But I'm going to basically go through, pull out the, pull out the gold, turn it into a testimonial and say, is this good? Right. So I've done all the hard work. The hardest thing I've asked them to do is send me a headshot. Yeah. Right. And like I said, it doesn't, you know, so I, I've had 100%. Those have come in, no troubles, no concerns. Don't have to keep going back or anything like that. It's just been super simple to do. I'll tell you the reasons I like this. We talk a lot, you and I, 
about reducing transactional friction, right? Why does Uber work opposed to taxis? Lower transactional friction, right? right. Uh, and I think that's an important thing. And what you've done here is you've reduced the transactional friction, not for you, but for your customer, for the person that's going to provide. You want them to provide you with a testimonial. You have gone in and reduced the transactional friction for them of doing it. It's much right. easier lift. They've got to be on a Zoom call and send you a headshot and say that the little blurb you wrote was okay. That's it. That's all they've got to do. Easy right. peasy, right? Yeah. Uh, like I said, the hardest thing you asked them to do was send you a headshot. Can't you pull their picture right off LinkedIn? I could ask for permission that. I just wanted to give them a choice. I mean, if they, if they're and like, so uh, if I, let me just say so far, I've gotten no, uh, I've had no one say no or say, zero. oh, that's kind of hard or anything like that. It's zero. Okay. But if okay. I did have trouble, I would go and say, hey, by the way, if this is too much trouble, can I just grab the one you use your headshot off of LinkedIn or something like that? Yeah. I think that's great. So I think this really works. The other reason I like it is not only have you reduced the transactional friction of getting from no recommendation to a recommendation you can use, but you've also had that 30 minute conversation, which is probably as of much benefit to you as the recommendations going to be. It is. I mean, it's, that's the thing that I've seen as we've gone through this process, right? Is that, um, I am learning things. I am taking, and so in the end, I will end up with notes about things I wasn't expecting to have notes about. And they will right. tell me things I did not know. And they will tell me things that they appreciated or that they had trouble with. I mean, and the thing is, you end up with all personality types, right? So there are folks that are really super helpful and they want to, they're just there to help you, right? And you end up with some people like they care more about what they think than what you think. And so they will tell you what's on their mind. And that is also really useful, right? And so they're in the middle. I, I just I just think it's valuable. You know, I've been at networking events or meetings or whatever when someone I know is being introduced to someone else who I maybe am wanting to do business with. And this kind of thing happens naturally, right? Like the person I am doing business with, I'll introduce to the person I want to do business with and they'll say, oh, I work with Scott. Let me tell you about Scott and they'll say something, right? And quite often they will tell them a story about something I did in the past that was super meaningful to them that I don't even remember at all. <laughs> I know. Didn't, just did it because it was an easy thing to do. And I have no recollection of even having done it. But to them, it was a big deal that really moved the needle. I was like, wow. Okay, that's interesting. I didn't think that even had any value, but apparently it did have value. How can I, how can I change my questions I ask or my pitch or the services I delivered so that I can iterate? John, John Warner, talking about John Warner today, one of his favorite words, you iterate your way to success. This allows me to iterate my way to success by saying, huh, that's an interesting thing that I did not see coming. So that, that's that on steroids. And I think another big benefit is you're talking to your best customers and you're, they're willing to have this conversation. They are reminding themselves why you're valuable. And right. I think that's really good. Yeah. Now, I, I think this is a process which is going to yield all kinds of benefits to you. Some of which you can see most of uh, many of them, you, some of them you were seeking and some of them you weren't 
right? And so we started this idea saying, man, I would like to be as well thought of as that guy over there who's got some great testimonials on his page. The thing is, you probably are. You just haven't asked. Um, and you can learn. Now, here's the thing. Some folks are going to say, I'm not sure. You know, and I know we dealt with a bunch of objections in the front. The last thing is some folks are going to say, I'm too early in my journey to have done this, right? And I think that for you, I think you should do this anyway, because you can come up with early stories, right? And it might be just instead of saying, well, hey, you, you know, you bought my, or you bought my giant course, or you did my uh, whatever program or whatever, maybe, or you, you were my boss for three years. It might be none of those things. It was like, hey, you know what? You interviewed me in this thing, and we had this conversation, or I helped you out on this not-for-profit project or something. The thing is, you can have these conversations, even if you're in the early part of your journey and learn something. And if it's, even if it's just the part you just said, which is, how did, what story did they walk away with about what it was like to work with you that you would like to have someone else tell as well? Yeah. Business is about personal relationships. And when you're, when I'm looking at uh, testimonials, I'm not always as interested in the, um, this person is really good at the thing they do, right? I may already know that about you or or assume that about you just by based on your experience, your education, and the fact that, you know, you're still doing it. But um, a lot of times the things that are interesting or moving are, you know, this person's, you know, fun to work with or reliable or shows up or, you know, is creative, you know, those sorts of personal things. And you can get those same kinds of stories out of um, volunteer uh, things, right? Like, I mean, right. I could read one about Stephen Buckingham and how great he was at that hands-on Greenville stuff. And it would be just as meaningful in a lot of ways as somebody writing to me about how he handled their business litigation. That's right. Right. Yeah. I just, there are so many ways to use this so much to be learned that yeah. I'm just going to say, Scott and I are begging you to go do this with whoever it is you are working with. Um, whoever you have spent some time with, who has some notes for you on what it's like to be with you, because you may end up with testimonials. In fact, we're sure that you will. You will absolutely end up with things to learn and ways that you might adjust your messaging, you might adjust your LinkedIn profile, or that you simply know that you will be able to telling other people later. So I think this is something that can only yield good for you. And whatever reason, or whatever excuse you've given yourself for not doing it, it's time to get over that and start at it right now. I agree. Yeah. Let us, let us know how it goes for you. I would love to hear your stories about how you're making this process work for you. And again, I will uh, give you the link in the notes so that you can get uh, a little bit of go by, right? You know, uh, just to say, we started this all off with a story that John Warner said that people are looking for hope and a path. And it's really the kind of thing that we're giving you here. And that was the idea that I'd given John back in the past that people are looking for hope and a path. So we're telling you this can work and I will give you a pattern to go by. Hope and a path, my friends. Um, thanks hanging out with us obviously if you want to go hang out with scott you can find him at tech after five greenville linkedin where i'm scott pfeiffer or you can always send me an email at strategybusinessconsulting at gmail.com yep and i am phil yanov and you can find me at philyanov.com which really just leads you to techafter5.com and all the kinds of stuff that i am up to and what we are about but uh come hang out with us we have a regular uh 
weekly event in which we meet in the virtual and we've got live events coming up soon and even additional opportunities for you. So um, come hang out with us, uh, get on the mailing list so you can find out what we're up to. That's really the best way to keep up with everything tech after five. Thanks. See you next time. Thank you.